Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, here I am. How are you? Everybody good? If you're driving, do not participate in this next drill. But if you're not driving, raise your hands in the air. Wave them like you just don't care. It's Tuesday. We got through Monday together, my friends. We really did. 36 hours until uh, big-time debate for the uh, Republicans in, on the stage in Wisconsin, in, I guess, Milwaukee. Never been to Milwaukee that I recall. I... I'm trying to think if you've ever had a layover there. I don't believe I have. Uh, I've, <laughs> to, I've been to several places. I can't think of uh, uh, if I've been to Milwaukee. Anyway, I'll say I haven't been to Milwaukee, but uh, it's going to host a debate tomorrow night. going to be a very important state uh, in the electoral count in November of 2024 for the election. And tomorrow night, the Republicans take this stage. Eight Republicans so far have qualified. I started thinking of the... Uh, number of Republicans on that stage and who are most people are listening as kind of the top three. Again, Donald Trump showing a 30 to 40 percent lead among Republicans. But Ron DeSantis is number two. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy has gotten some um, some pull as well. Tim Scott also getting some good press. A lot of folks I know really like Tim Scott. Uh, But, you know, if you think about them and then you have people like in Eight years ago, you had Jeb Bush that was considered to be, well, he's well qualified. He's been around forever. And uh, Mike Pence, uh, the Republicans have tended to uh, cast those people aside. And I started to kind of think of this uh, yesterday afternoon that even though Trump is his own guy, DeSantis, Vivek, um, Tim Scott, all, all of them, if you look at it, all have kind of a common thread is that they're not viewed as um, traditional politicians. They're not tr- viewed as traditional. I've been waiting in line my whole life for this thing. Now, Ron DeSantis, because he <clears throat> served uh, greatly in the military, special forces, was he a Navy SEAL, I believe, something, whatever. He, very, and so, yes, he went to Washington's in Washington, D.C., but he is not, I, I, I wouldn't say you consider, I guess by definition, depending on how you define it, you could say he's a career politician. I guess you could say that, but... He's not he, He's not like a Bob Dole. He's not like a Jeb Bush that I was groomed for this and it's my turn. It's just not how it's going. And, and I think there's he, he's, has a, he has a legitimate claim to saying I'm an outsider. And then you look at how he governed Florida during the COVID. Uh, he did pretty well. Uh, he did pretty well. Kept the schools open, never closed the day, uh, fought the schools that tried to close uh, during the COVID. So uh, he's viewed as a kind of a rebel. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, he's viewed as an outsider. Uh, he's not been, quote, tainted by the deep state or the swamp of Washington, D.C. Uh, he's a self-made guy. 
and Tim Scott because of his story um, uh, pulling himself up by the bootstraps. Uh, he's also, I think, would be viewed and have a legitimate claim to say, I'm not one of these people uh, that grew up in Washington, D.C. with a silver spoon in my mouth or I didn't get started early on in a huge career. Uh, he talks about working in the fast food industry. So if you look at who the Republicans at this point, now a lot can change as we head towards the actual voting time. But if you look at the top four that are always being kind of talked about, yes, I know Trump has a huge lead that some people think is unsurmountable. I don't think it is. Now, I don't have a dog in the fight. I have not declared my loyalties or fealty to any of these candidates. I just try to give you some reasonable analysis. And I know there's some talk show hosts I've been told that are saying, oh, he ought to drop out. Donald Trump's the guy. I think that is a, a dumb a way to look at it. It's not over till it's over. And I've got the numbers here from Iowa. 52% of Iowa Republican voters say, hey, I'm persuadable. I might have said I vote for Tim Scott. I'm persuadable. I might have said I'm a Donald J. Trump guy, uh, but I, I, I'm persuadable. That's an important number to look moving forward, that 52% of Iowa Republicans, and that's where the, I guess, the real momentum is going to get set. 52% of Iowa Repu- Republicans say that uh, uh, they're persuadable and could switch their loyalties and their fealties to somebody else. So pay attention to that. You remember who won Iowa in 2016? It wasn't Donald J. Trump. He was center stage, I think, at every debate, if I recall. But if I also recall, again, just going from my uh, talk radio ship history and the junkie junkie world that I live in, uh, following this way too closely for way too long, I think Ted Cruz won. And so Ted Cruz had the momentum in Iowa, and it did not parlay. Other people started to pass him up, and uh, Donald J. Trump eventually became the nominee. And so even if Donald Trump wins Iowa, it depends on the margin with 52% of the people saying that they are persuadable right now. Even if he wins, it doesn't mean he's going to. You just got to follow this thing all the way through, and it's going to be March or April, I think, before you're going to have a a very clear reason to declare victory. Now, if you're Trump and you're 30 to 40 percent up, I don't mind. I wouldn't mind the strategy of my candidate just kind of pretending that nobody else exists. I get that. But if I'm the other candidates, I would not look at this as he's so far ahead I can't catch him. I would look at this as an opportunity, as Martha McCallum said in my interview, who's going to be she's going to be one of the co-moderators tomorrow. I would look at this as an opportunity with Trump not on stage. If he's on the stage, every soundbite, every every B-roll of film is all going to be on Donald J. Trump. It's going to be on him. And so if I were one of these candidates advising any of them, I would say, hey, just you, you, I, I think they should count it as a blessing that Donald J. Trump is not on the stage with him because this really gives them a, a way to shine. Uh, because if Trump were there, he would take all the oxygen out of the room and the media, right or wrong, would obsess on everything Donald Trump said. His they, they, It would just it'd be everybody else would be overshadowed. And that's just how he gets covered in the media. So I think this is a very uh, positive thing for these other candidates. And with 52% of Iowa Republicans saying that they are persuadable, I think it could be interesting. And again, I'm not predicting that uh, somebody will catch Trump, but I'm also not predicting that they won't. I think you just got to pay attention and look out for it and beware of anybody saying it's over. It's it, 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 
listen, the Denver Broncos have not lost the Super Bowl this year. They may not win it, but do you want them to just not take the field this year? No, they got to get out there and see how they do. There's been people that have been undefeated in preseasons and have botched up seasons. There's been people that have sucked up preseasons and have gone on uh, far into the playoffs. And the Denver Broncos, you look at the people in their division in the NFL, you've Got the Raiders here looking good. The Chargers looking good. Of course, uh, Kansas City, uh, let's just call it Team Mahomes up over there. They, they're looking good. But what do you do? You get out there and you fight and you play one game at a time. And I think that's what these candidates have to do. So anybody out there in the talk radio kingdom uh, that's thinking that this is undoable, I think you're wrong. And again, I'm not saying it will, but I'm saying you get out there and you fight like hell and you make your case. And I think they should all rejoice that I know the media is freaking out. Donald Trump's not showing up at the debate tomorrow. <clears throat> Every of those candidates ought to be glad. Stop. You ought to just be thankful he's not. And again, would it be good to have the discussion with him? Yes, but everything would have the dynamic changes if he's there. And I think this gives these candidates a chance to shine. That's my objective. I'm look on looking here. Uh, somebody sent me a message yesterday. He said, Lakey, would you have signed? You've never made it clear. I think he said you've never made it clear if you would sign the blind loyalty pledge. Would you support any Republican presidential candidate? <clears throat> That's a tough one because I don't have blind loyalty. I really don't. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I, if it's Trump, I support. If it's DeSantis, if it's, it's Vivek, if it's uh, Nikki Haley, if it's Tim Scott, uh, I don't know much about the, the governor of North Dakota. I'm sure he's a nice guy, self-made guy, got a lot of big money. I, I, I think I don't know much about the mayor of Miami. I, I don't know. They went for they, they turned red. I, I don't know much about some of these other candidates. So for me to say, oh, but just because they have an R by their name, I'm going to support them. Uh, well, Jimmy, all of them would be better than the alternative, possibly, but I'm just very careful to uh, give blind loyalty because you got to have some principles in life. And if your only principle is they have a D or an R next to their name, what kind of principles are those? Because the D's and the R's have morphed through the years. And sometimes who, who you signed up on Team R with or who you signed up on Team D with is, is totally different now. And so I, I can't say that. I would have a tough time, honestly, uh, not for his personality, but first of all, it's the same as I probably have with Mike Pence. I don't know why he's running. I, I don't know what he's making clear I, he, other than he thinks it's his turn and is not ready to go to the private sector yet. I, I don't know why. I, the same with this DeSantis. I really like DeSantis. I'd, I wish he were my governor. But I don't know why Ron DeSantis is running. He hasn't made clear his vision for <clears throat> America and why he's running. I'm running. I, I don't know that. Now, maybe he's making it. It's not getting covered. Again, I'm not in Iowa seeing all the campaign speeches, but I I, I don't know why he's in there. I, I'm not saying he shouldn't be. I'm saying I don't know why. Uh, Chris Christie's one of those. I do know why he's in. And Chris Christie will tell you he's in because he's mad at Donald Trump because he wasn't named attorney general. He doesn't say it that way, but that's where the fallout between Trump and Chris Christie began is Chris Christie wanted a high-profile a cabinet appointment in 2016, didn't get it. And so I don't mind Chris Christie's personality, but I'd have a tough time with him just because you're running for president to uh, change the future of my country because you have a political vendetta against this guy? Uh, what are you going to do for education? What are you going to do for the economy? Well, I'm mad at this guy. That's the stuff I have problems with, and so... 
I would just want to make sure I understood their vision for America and that I could trust them to carry it out and not be like every other, almost every other politician in my generation that makes a lot of great promises on a campaign trail and then goes to Washington, D.C. and somehow comes back multimillionaires. And when they get kicked out of office, uh, they still have plum jobs. And you say, wait, you were just a basic lawyer in your hometown, ran for Congress. You're there for five, two, three, four, five terms, and you come back a rich cat, and suddenly your your wife is a prolific stock trader. That bothers me. I, I don't want to just hear their promises and stump speech. I want to know what they're going to go do and change the system uh, to where it's a little bit more in my favor and not in the bureaucracy's favor. That's just what I'm at. So, no, I, I can't say I'm going to have a blind loyalty pledge, but I think most of them I could probably... In some cases, I may have to plug one nostril and vote, but uh, maybe two. I, I, that's a tough one. Really, that's a that's a tough one. So I hope that answers your question. I've got a funny story here. Oh, by the way, I asked this question, and I don't want to uh, let it get too far away from us. Uh, Ed Sheeran had a big concert over the weekend at the, what is it called? The Empower Field by Mile High. Ed Sheeran, very talented guy. I admire his story. He comes from a very small village, I believe, in uh, is it UK or Scotland? He's well, the UK. Is, Scotland's part of the UK. Is it Great Britain? I think he's a very small village, and to be playing in front of a stadium is just fantastical uh, for him. And I, I saw some of the videos. I. 85,000 record attendance at the Mile High Stadium for this thing. I saw some of the video, and I I said, is he on stage by himself? And sure enough, he's a solo performer. Now, he did have a drummer and a band on occasion that would join him on some side stages because they set the stage up, if you saw it, amazing production at the Mile High. It's it's fantastic. Uh, I would have loved to see the production. Now, fighting the crowd of 85,000-plus, no thank you, a three-hour lightning delay, I'm out, thank you, I'll go home and... uh, I'll catch the highlights on entertainment tonight in a few days, but that's, I'm not going to do that. But Ed Sheeran comes to Colorado and he made a stop at a restaurant that he says, I got to go to this restaurant. If I'm in in Denver, is there a place in Denver that if you have guests coming in town that they say, I got to go see this. I think for most of it is I got to go see the mountains. Uh, even at my son's high school graduation back in May, I had family members come into town. And while I had a big soiree at the House of Lakey, you know, they were there for a bit. And then they said, listen, these are all your son's friends and your friends. We don't know anyone, no offense, but we're going to take a drive to the mountains. And they drove up uh, to the mountains to see some views. They come from the flatlands. Uh, and so they, they wanted to go see it. People usually say, I go to Colorado. I got to spend some time in the mountains. When I was in the music business, um, there were there was um oh gosh I got to think of the name there was one artist in particular very well known Christian artist that uh, came into town and I, we had, you have runners in the concert business and they get to go backstage uh, they get to go backstage and uh, well the people can come from backstage and say I need a ride to the guitar store I need a ride to Walmart I need a ride to Target uh, I, I need that I, I I need to go somewhere got to go pick up a band member at the airport whatever the case may be. Well, one band member came in. He was a headline artist. You'd probably know if I said his name, but there's no need for me to do that uh, because I don't want to name drop. But I produced a lot of his shows for him, and he wanted to go to Bojo's. That was his big deal. He wanted to go to Bojo's Pizza, and Bojo's is that they call it Colorado Mountain Pie, and that's where they give you the thing of honey to put on the crust when you're done. Bojo's was his – that was his jam. That's where he wanted to go. Well, Ed Sheeran comes to town over the weekend, and Ed Sheeran wants to go somewhere – and he wants to go to Casa Bonita. So do, I, 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 has anybody been to the new Casa Bonita? I, did, I thought they were still just taking reservations. Or Is it open to the public? 
Did they have? I don't know. If anybody's been to the new Casa Bonita, uh, as you might recall, if you're kind of been sleeping, uh, the folks, it, it closed down after COVID. They couldn't make it any longer. And the guys that uh, created South Park, who had made it kind of a national thing, international thing, because they portrayed South Park in, or, or Casa Bonita in one of their South Park episodes, they bought it and I guess hired a new chef and they changed it up and cleaned it up. And uh, Casa Bonita is back open. So Ed Sheeran going to perform for 85000 people at the Empower Field by Mile High. I guarantee you their catering room there is probably top-notch, uh, as again, as a concert promoter for many years in stadiums and arenas. I know what an artist like him probably has on their catering writer, and it's probably extensive. They're not, they're eating pretty good backstage, I'm guessing. But Ed Sheeran says, nope, take me in the car, uh, get my runner, get me my runner, and take me to the uh, Casa Bonita. And they went to Casa Bonita. Here it is. Uh, this is this is Ed Sheeran talking about his trip to Casa Bonita, and then you will hear Cartman uh, from uh, that legendary episode. Here you go, Ed Sheeran at Casa Bonita. So uh, I'm a big fan of South Park, and I'm here in Denver at Casa Bonita. When I went to Casa Bonita, you are going to love Casa Bonita, Stan, but you can dress up in old Western clothes and get your photo taken in a fake jail. Sorry, I, I, I love South Park. I, I don't watch it prolifically or religiously, but South Park is just such a great show. It's a really prophetic show about our culture, and I love it for them in South Park. Sacred cows make very good hamburgers. So anyway, I'm just curious, two things about the Casa Bonita. Has anybody been to the new revised Casa Bonita? And if there's one thing that if your family comes into town, what do they request or demand to see or go eat? Or uh, where is the one place you say, oh, they, they want a taste of Colorado. I've got to take them here. I, Casa Bonita is not on my list. I took my kids, to my, my son and his buddies, I'll call them all my sons, uh, to Casa Bonita one time. They're about fifth grade. And I was underwhelmed with it, but it was still a fun experience. Uh, yeah, maybe sixth grade or seventh grade. They, somewhere that age. They were, they were very early preteen or very early in their 12-year-old, 13-year-old. Uh, we went to one time. And I, I guess if I had to, I'd go to the newly revised Casa Bonita, but it's not on my bucket list. If I, when a friend comes to Colorado, I don't feel like I have to take him there. Ed Sheeran felt like he did. Uh, you tell me where your place is that your family and friends want to see or you want them to see and or taste when they come to Colorado. Uh, you tell me, 866-888-5449. I'd only been to Bojo's once in my life, but this artist, a big-time artist comes to town. And uh, he wanted to go to Bojo's for pizza. Eight six six triple eight fifty four forty nine. Eight six six triple eight fifty four forty nine. Lakey on the radio. Good morning, Colorado. Glad to have you here. Thanks for listening, Lakey. Six hundred. Remember that six hundred K C O L. Never forget it, please. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
All right, glad to have you here. Tomorrow night, big date in Iowa. Uh, because the debate's happening in Wisconsin, but Iowa's going to be watching this debate because they're first up in the Republican presidential primary. I've been saying all along, a lot of uh, talk shows, oh, is it, Donald Trump's running so far away with this, it's not even close. Well, you're right, it's not even close right now, but uh, there's plenty of time in my estimation. And, and I, I also, also don't understand why there's so many people that say, well, if Joe Biden's going to... Uh, a drop or Joe Biden's going to change. Uh, there, there is speculation out there, whether you like it or not, that um, uh, a lot of this stuff about Hunter coming to the light, because if you watch who's been releasing a lot of the newer stories about the, about Hunter Biden and uh, Joe Biden and their critique, it's been the Washington, it's been the, it's been, it's been papers that are very friendly. New York Times has released some. So uh, you're starting to wonder if there's just, uh, hey, Joe, you're going to have to step. I, I, I'm just saying that's uh, fun to talk about in politics, but I've got people to say that this is going to have to happen by Labor Day. If it doesn't happen by Labor Day, it can't happen. And I'm like, where do we come up with these arbitrary timelines? It's not as if in this political season that you have a timeline that people have to meet that deadline by. I sometimes just think that uh, it's not the it's not like a, there's a trade deadline in the NFL. And I think some people have so much. Um, I, I, we think everything's like a sporting event. And if they miss the trade deadline by Labor Day, then we're screwed. No, you know, I, you can change horses at a convention. And so you you can do that if you can persuade enough delegates. So anyway, beware anybody that's trying to uh, fast track and collapse. I, I think it just shows. Um, um, I I don't know. It's just it, it makes no sense to me. There's a long time in this primary season, and Donald Trump does have a huge lead. Joe Biden has a huge lead, but I think both of those um, are going to be interesting to watch. It's just both of them get across the finish line. There's a likelihood both of them will get across the finish line, but I could see scenarios in which both or either does not get across the finish line, and then Republicans and Democrats are going to have to make another choice out there. So watch it. Anyway, DeSantis is going to be center stage tomorrow uh, with Ramaswamy. There's eight, so really one and two. Ramaswamy and uh, DeSantis are going to be center stage. Uh, Mike Pence, I guess, is polling third place. Haley's uh, fourth place. Well, I don't know if these are in places. Uh, Tim Scott is in sixth. Uh, Hutchison, Asa Hutchinson. Uh, if you if you care about Asa Hutchinson campaign, please, I'd love to speak to you. You're probably a unicorn. Uh, Asa Hutchinson is going to be number seven. And uh, Burgum is the, I guess, a governor or the former governor of North Dakota. Again, he's number eight. If you're a Burgum supporter or a Hutchinson supporter, I'd love to hear from you uh, because I haven't ever found one. I Most people that even follow this stuff uh, half as closely as I do go, who? Hutches? What? Burger? What? Uh -huh. they, they don't know. Uh, Chris Christie, they can comprehend. Nikki Haley, uh, she was at the United Nations or something. Tim Scott. Uh, but you get down to Bergam and Hutchinson, and it is, uh, it's pretty slim pickings there for supporters. But I'd love to hear from any of you uh, that are out there. But tomorrow, again, I want to go back to this number. 52% of Iowa voters say that they are persuadable, which means anybody declaring this race is, uh, is absolutely over, you're wrong. 52% of Iowa voters. Now, will they change? I don't know. But they say they are open to changing. And that is a very uh, big thing. If they're open to change, then what is it? Let's, let me ask you, as a listener of this program, are you open to change? I know some of my friends are very rabid and very excitable Trump fans. I know some of my friends are saying, I love Donald J. Trump, but it's time for a clean slate. They did him dirty, but give me Ron DeSantis. I think that's our next best bet. Uh, so I've got, I've got friends in my 
viewpoints and, and my vantage point and my circle of influence that come from all different perspectives. I, I really do. And they all, they all try to nail me down. Who's your guy? I'm like, I don't have one. I honestly, God, don't have one. I can see some benefits and pros and cons in uh, a lot of these candidates. And I think it's just too early for me to get passionate about any one of them. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm not. And that's why I'm not, a, I'm not cheerleading for Trump or DeSantis. I'm trying to give you some analysis from Team Red at 35,000 feet. And I'm being honest, I've been honest about Mike Pence and uh, Chris Christie and how I don't say that. They would be tough pills for me to swallow, both of those guys. Um, uh, yeah, they, they're real tough ones, but the rest of them, I don't know. I don't know enough about Asa Hutchinson to tell Asa Hutchinson to drop out of the race. Asa, um, I, I, what I do know about Asa Hutchinson, he's pretty establishment. He's one of those guys who's like, well, I've done this and I've done that and I'm getting old. So I about as well run for president. And this is one of those plays for his legacy. And maybe if the right person, if we elected Jeb Bush or a Mike Pence type, then maybe he could get secretary. Um, he's part of the establishment wing of the Republican party. And I'm not into the establishment wing of the Republican party. So I, again, nothing personal against Asa Hutchinson, just don't know much about him. Uh, but if are you persuadable? 52% of Iowans say they are persuadable, and that means just because somebody has a 30-40% lead or a 16-point deficit or whatever the case may be, it doesn't mean that they can't catch up some votes here because of 52% of Republicans in Iowa. And believe me, my friends, Iowa is the poll that counts right now. Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, any poll nationally among Republicans, I don't believe is all that important. Uh, you got to look at these polls for the delegate counts and how we nominate our people as Republicans and Democrats. All right. Anybody know the song Fat Bottom Girls? <clears throat> That's by the band Queen, the UK's Daily Mail. They always have great headlines of the Daily Mail. And instead of re we will rock you, they put up we will woke you. And it's about Queen's Fat Bottom Girls is has been mysteriously dropped from the group's brand new greatest hits album. It, it, it isn't on a collection for younger listeners that debuted in the audio platform of YOLO. Uh, they're trying to introduce Queen's music to a whole new generation. And so they mysteriously dropped the song Fat Bottom Girls from that because I guess the word fat is offensive for the younger generation. It's fat shaming. You can't do that. Even though they're complimenting the Fat Bottom Girls. They're, they're comp what, what's the uh, hip-hop song? I like big butts and I cannot lie. That? Yeah, it was a compliment, I think, by Queen. Anyway, they, they make the rockin' world go round. Well, somebody went to the artificial intelligence machines, one of the things that do the artificial intelligence, and said, hey, speak some words that are substitutes for fat. So maybe be less offensive for this classic uh, 1978 song. And here are the alternatives that artificial intelligence came up with that maybe they could have let the artificial intelligence computer uh, insert something else besides fat so that Fat Bottom Girls goes on the greatest hits record by Queen. Here we go. Artificial intelligence dropping in a substitute word for that very offensive word of fat. Here we go. Two, three, four. Yeah, that, no, just right on cue. There we go. Oh, you gonna let it all hang out. Big booty. Girls, you make the rockin' world go round. Let it all hang Apple bottomed. Girls, you make the rockin' world go round. You gonna let it all hang out. Ba -ka Girls, you make the rockin' world go round. 
<laughs> they make the rock and roll go around. So uh, big bottomed, I guess, big or badonka donk. Uh, all of these things could be substituted, but uh, you know that we, you know that uh, the woke culture has gone crazy when evidently Queen can't put fat bottom girls on their greatest hits album because it might offend one of the um, the little boomers, uh, not the boomers. The uh, what are they called? The the millennials? Are, no, it's the Zers. I get all these groups mixed up, but they're offended by fat bottom girls, and they've dropped it from their greatest hits album. All right, good to have you here on the radio program. I ask you this question before I go to break. How did you sleep last night? Uh, did you sleep okay? I slept fantastic last night. Uh, I I did toss and turn a little bit. I got a lot of things on my mind about the um, uh, about the golf tournament and just raising funds for chat just i've got a lot of other projects that happen and i was just kind of thinking about things i had to do today and things i have to do this week and uh, and then i finally just kind of relaxed i took a couple of deep breaths and i said a quick prayer and i just waited to go to sleep and i fell right asleep you know why my mattress is once i finally just released the day's worries guess what my mattress is uh fantastical it is absolutely fantastical you just kind of lose yourself in it i use the adjustable base on it and that has kind of you can find the right position in your sleep position you almost feel kind of weightless feel cradled and you fall right asleep listen i encourage you to make sure you have the right mattress for you you say my mattress i've had it for years jimmy well that may be part of the problem your mattress is old and it may be worn out because mattresses do need to get replaced. They do get worn out. Why don't you go to the sleep store of Fort Collins? The sleep store of Fort Collins, uh, 3500 South College Avenue, east of the Trader Joe's. Their summer savings event is still going on. They sell a better night's sleep. Yeah, they sell the brand I sleep on, the Posh and Lavish. They have the Beauty Rest, Beauty Rest Luxe, Beauty Rest Black, and all the major brands, 50 or so displays. Try them out. Get a better night's sleep. How you perform today is probably reflective of how you slept last night. 3500 South College Avenue, east of the Trader Joe's in the Square Shopping Center. Everybody sleep easy. Sleepeasy.com. Sleepeasy.com. Stand by. 600 KCOL. All right, glad to have you here on the radio show. Jimmy Lakey, my name. Is your place in Colorado that uh, is iconic that if you were just visiting here, you'd say, boy, I should, I got to go here, I got to go there. I, yeah, of all the years I lived in, I lived here over 20 years before I ever darkened the doors of a Casa Bonita. So I, 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 I didn't know that that was a big deal, but Ed Sheeran comes into town, goes to Casa Bonita, had an artist that I used to uh, promote shows for, uh, came through town, and he wanted a runner at the big arena show he was doing. He wanted to go to Bojo's Pizza, take a couple of guys from his band. Uh, that was a big one. I, I, I'd never heard of Bojo's. I, I mean, I'd been to Bojo's. I didn't know it was like legendary uh, when I moved to Colorado. I, I didn't know that, but that, that was a big deal. Uh, just a curious question. Ed Sheeran comes to town, 85,000 people, probably great catering, go to any uh, great 
great restaurant in Denver, and he chooses to do his pregame or sometime around the time that he was in town, he goes to Casa Bonita. And I don't I don't fault the guy. I might, might go check out the new Casa Bonita myself. It's not necessarily in the neighborhood, so uh, it, it, it becomes an adventure to get there. But uh, just a question for you. if you When you have friends and neighbors come to town, most of my friends and uh, people that come to town, uh, they want to see the mountains. They want to, you know, hey, let's go, we go to Estes Park. Let's go to Vail. Let's go to Breckenridge. Let's go see something high up in the, I want to go see a mountain somewhere, right? Uh, I've, I've never had any of them say, can we go to Casa Bonita? Uh, now, they will recommend, hey, could you recommend a local fair, a restaurant that maybe is um, unique to Colorado? And I guess you could say Casa Bonita is. Uh, there's also, what's the restaurant? Uh, the Buckhorn Exchange. That's kind of iconic to Colorado. Uh, you've been around for a long time in an old building, and they serve all sorts of wild game meat. That's a, I'm just trying trying to think. Of all the people that I've known that have come to town, nobody has ever said, I want to go to Casa Bonita. I, and I thought the Bojo's thing was kind of unique as well. Anyway, 866-888-5449, 866-888-5449. Big-time Republican debate tomorrow night. 52% of uh, Iowans say they are persuadable to go to somebody else's um, a team. Uh, you tell me, are you persuadable? Would you go to someone else's team? And what would they have to say? Or what would you need to see on the stage starting tomorrow night? we got several months in this uh, horse race. What would you need to see tomorrow night in order to, or in coming debates, for you to be persuaded to go from team one to team two or team B to team C or team A? To what? You get the idea. What would what people say they're persuadable in Iowa? What would make you persuadable in Colorado? It's an open line question. Everybody stand by. I also have the story. Anybody remember George H.W. Bush uh, when he was old man, liked to skydive? Got a lady in Colorado that says she likes to skydive her whole life. And before she passes away, she's going to do, she says hundreds of more skydives are coming her way. I'll get that story in the next hour of the show. Everybody stand by. Happy Tuesday, Colorado 600 KCOL. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.